welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite podcast where a couple watch scary movies and one of them dies a little more each time. My name is Cindy. I'm Josh. Hi, welcome to 2023 and another season of Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death. This month uh, we, we are doing, what is the theme? I'm going to let you suss it out. Okay, so what is the movie then? Uh, today we are watching, because we watched The Conjuring 2 for Christmas and it was long mm. um i was like "Ooh, what if we did something that was super short mm. to get our toes in the water and get used to getting back into the format because we took most of the december off yeah so we are off to beautiful sunny no longer fascist spain to watch rec r-e-c rec it's short for record record okay so it was released in 2007 2007. 2007 okay yes indeedy it is found footage okay I think so it's, it's our like first found footage by the way all right so there you go okay More tell me what uh we'll okay. talk about, let's talk about 2007 first let's get this out of the way do you remember 2007 i was drinking yes. a lot i was the mother of a two-year-old we had partying. just we had just Moved here to West Virginia. I was partying a lot with my homies in Huntington. Uh, 2007 <laughs> We was, were in very different places. Yep, uh, the year the iPhone was introduced. Ooh. iPhone. iPhone. Um, and it quickly failed and no one has. I'm not, definitely not looking <laughs> right. for one right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, Tumblr launched. Okay. The Virginia Tech massacre occurred. I actually God. remember exactly where I was when that happened. I was at McDonald's yeah. in Huntington on Howe Greer with Tayon. And we were talking about something, and I was like, oh, shit, someone's shooting people at Virginia Tech. Yeah. And we watched oh, it on. Oh, shit. This will never become a thing that happens on All a fucking daily the time. basis. Uh, WikiLeaks dropped information about Guantanamo Bay. That was a big thing in 2007. Yeah. Uh, people that we lost that year. Okay, what do we got? Uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh. Chris Benoit. I remember where I was mm, when I, I bet that, that was a professional happens. wrestler, yeah. Um, so... Do you know Chris Benoit, the Chris Benoit story about how he murdered his family I, and hanged himself in his bow Yes, I do. Continue. Yeah. That's your other podcast. Uh, not a, I mean, not a good dude. Not a good dude, but I, I wanted to throw him in there just as reference for 2007. Okay. Uh, Marcel Marceau. Okay. Who did not hang himself in a bow flex no, after murdering his family. he did not. And he did um, not murder anyone. I met him. I actually met Marcel Marceau. Cool. At a, an event at Marshall. Um. And then the new words of that year, the new word uh, that took off was hashtag. Yeah. That's okay. right, children. Before 2007. It was just a pound sign. We called it a pound sign. Yeah. What was it called before that? Number sign. No, there was something else. I, I heard someone call it like something insanely old timey once. Uh, it's like an old person was like, it's called like a blah, 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 blah. And I was cro- like, uh, holy shit. Hash- or, no, hashtag. It was like some crazy. Crosshatch. Something like that. Something like Yeah. Weird. Some old people shit. Weirdos. Old people shit. Uh, <laughs> okay um wreck is rated r okay it is an incredibly long one hour and 18 minutes yes love that it was released on november 23rd of 2007 in spain okay uh the um tagline was one witness one camera <laughs> It is a found footage film. I know that you said one witness, but it sounded like you said one wet witness. 
Yeah, and witness. I was like, "Wait, what? What is about this movie a, about?" It's a found footage man, a found footage about a serial like a killer porno. who pisses himself, or or a lady who or a lady gets turned on at the thought of murder. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this movie is co-written and co-directed by here we go with me saying Spanish names, uh. Uh, Paco Plaza and uh, Juame Belacuero. Okay. Uh, and they would go on to do Wreck 2, Wreck 4, and The Nameless. But not Wreck 3. No. Don't you dare say anything about Wreck 3. So this movie was also co-written by Luiso Bardejo. Okay. Uh, who would do Wreck 3. Ah, there it is. Which is Wreck 3 Genesis. Um, so there you go. This movie stars Manuela Velasco as... Angela or Angela, however you want to say it. Angela. Uh, she was in Rec 2 and Rec 4. She's kind of like the series protagonist. Okay. And so pay got, attention to her. Uh, uh, Ferran Terraza, who plays Manu. Uh, Jorge Yaman uh, Serrano, who plays Jovan. And Javier, uh, Javier Botet, who plays Nina Maderos, who was the crooked man from The Conjuring. Oh, tie-in. So there you go. There is this weird secret group of people who are tall and thin <laughs> who play <laughs> monsters in movies. And there's like Him and Doug Jones. It's like Doug Jones, Bonnie Aarons, Javier Botet. They all just kind of show up and they're like, oh, you want me to be this weird contortionist thing? Right. This contortionist thing. A, a tall, lanky thing that moves awkwardly. Yeah. So there you go. Um, no, there's your you. Conjuring 2 connection and the reason why we're using this as our lead-in also okay. with the length it was a nice little change of pace i from appreciate the that lengthy conjuring too uh we did mention that this is a found footage film so found footage tell me little, more a couple notes for you so you, you have a little bit of experience going into this okay um found footage has its roots in uh epistolary novels i'm saying that epistolary epistolary mm-hmm. novels are dumb epistolary um, novel yeah like yeah. um Color purple is an epistolary, yeah, or dear Mister Quentin. It's the, Cren- it's the idea Henshaw. of having like something that's written from like a character's point of view. It's like correspondence, mm-hmm. and such, right? Uh, it's something written by a character central to the events, like Dracula or Frankenstein or Call of Cthulhu, um, <laughs> or Call of Cthulhu. Yes, yes. Not the other things you mentioned that I will never read. You read Dear Mister Henshaw when you were a kid. I one hundred percent did not. No, it's a Beverly Cleary book. It's about a kid who writes to his favorite author, and they have sure a correspondence. Didn't. We wrote. We read Maniac McGee. Oh, nice. That's a good one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, it's this weird like subgenre that most people associate with the Blair Witch Project, right? Because it's the thing that made it very popular, huge. Like it blew up, but it's older than that. Like clearly, this you know. This is a genre that started along to honestly, weirdly, mm, really kind of low key started by Orson Welles. Okay. Uh, Orson Welles directed a movie that got very little attention called Other Side of the Wind, which was kind of the first found footage movie, but it wasn't horror. Um, the first found footage movie that was horror that people think of when you think of like, what is a found footage film is Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, I have heard about Cannibal um, Holocaust. Have we watched that? We will never watch okay. that. Okay. Uh, because I want you to never hate me ah thank you um <laughs> okay so cannibal holocaust broke the rules to the point where like he had the actors sign an agreement that they would essentially like stay out of the public eye for a year after the film was released so people would think they actually died and he was brought to court 
and had to produce the actors to prove they weren't dead or he was going to go to prison for life. Oh, shit. And he was like, here they are. It was not real. Yeah. It's like, art. That's a how effective, because, like, that's how effective it was. I remember the, when the Blair Witch Project came oh, out. Oh, I for sure went. People were like, it's fucking real, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. And I rem- and like, you know, I know how to find my primary sources. And I remember going online and trying to be like, this can't be real. Rem- but yeah. they did a pretty good job of like. telling. They had a, Wiki- not a Wikipedia page. They, they had a website. They had a yeah. website. They had like they all had, kinds like, of shit. history and everything. And they built like, it was the histories of like the characters that yep. were involved. They, they made it seem very real. Like they, it was good marketing. It yes. was incredible marketing. But I just remember like someone saying like, it's real. And my dad saying, if these people got murdered in the woods, they would not let them release it for money. <laughs> Fair. And it's like, yeah, probably. Although now. I think they would. Now you probably could get away with it. <laughs> so, yeah. So it really explodes with the Blair Witch Project. And then there was like a massive oh, yeah. found footage boom because studios were like, it's so much cheaper mm-hmm. to make a found footage movie. Yeah. Make the camera so just, be. They wanted every movie to be found footage. Like there was a point where they were talking about doing a Friday the 13th movie and they're like, let's do found footage. And people that were going to make it were like, that sounds fucking dumb. <laughs> it has to be like the right story in the right circumstance and let me tell you wreck no. right story Wrong. right circumstance oh. this is kind of one of the greatest found footage movies ever okay i've never heard of it but that's no big this deal is goddamn terrifying okay um yeah yay i guess i am <laughs> yes i mean yes. yay i guess so tell me more okay so is this a part of the podcast where you show me a poster from the movie and i try to predict the plot it sure is i think it's gonna have to do with recording something let me see i mean it is a found footage movie that, that's the point goof uh, experience fear and it's like a it's the old woman's face but think picture like that's not an old woman not an old woman it's an old as in like picture the blair witch that famous scene of her looking into the camera, but put it so that she's off to the side and wet. So I'm going to say this is about, I'm going to say that this is about somebody just recording something fun and they accidentally in watching and playback, there's something in the background of what, and that's how it all gets rolling. Like they act, it was an accident. Okay. And then they just like record to document like what they're, Hey, like what happened or something like that. That's what I predict. They accidentally witness a murder or something paranormal. So blow up. Not blow out, blow up. Actually blow out too. Kind of. But found footage. Okay. My prediction is this. Mm, Um, I like it how short it is. You will enjoy the length. (laughs) However. Okay. There's going to be some real bangers this month. Of good scary movies that we're going to be watching. Um, This movie is going to be the scariest for you. This movie is probably going to scare you more than The Conjuring 2. This movie is specifically made to scare the shit out of you. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, shit. So. Okay. All right. Well, uh, where can we watch this? <laughs> it's going to be a party. Where can we watch this uh, movie? You're going to have to get it off of La Prime. Okay. Um, also, I don't have it shockingly mm-hmm. but there is a screen factory box set 
They didn't release them uh, individually. They just released the whole box set. Um, I probably should pick that up at some point. It just, I don't know. The sequels are okay. Like, two's really good. I don't really like three and four that much. And I don't To me, it's just always like I don't want to spend like 50 bucks on like one movie. Yeah. So, so okay. Uh, we'll see. But. All right. Well, join us uh, if you can, if you can find this movie or if you own Oh, me. you could definitely find this. It's well, like on Prime. This is not our movie to track down. Um. <laughs> You might have to pay like $2 to watch it or whatever, but it's worth it. This movie is legit fucking super scary. Yay. And it got remade in America with the name Quarantine. And the sequ- the American remake is not nearly as good. So no. that's what I'm saying. Like, no, just thanks. suck up just suck up the... Uh, and you want to read. Just read the fucking subtitles because the Spanish version is way better. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, jo- Party time. Jo- join us, won't you? Mind the doors. Party time. Muy buenas noches, les habla Ángela Vidal. Hoy vamos a acompañar a una patrulla de bomberos en su recorrido nocturno por las calles de nuestra ciudad. Voy. Estamos eh, frente a la puerta de la casa en la cual parece ser que una vecina ha tenido algún problema. Dice... ¡Ah! Señora, ¿le habla la policía? Dejar de grabar ya. everybody we're back from watching wreck or rec or yeah record uh what did everyone think this was a short movie and it was not what i expected at all is there wild it was wild is the word record the same in spanish i think it's close enough yes let me look it up and this this movie is it's that dialect is it a whole is it a separate language is catalonian a separate language i don't know is it like a melding of Portuguese and uh, Spanish? Like Catalan is its own separate thing on the translator, so maybe yeah, I don't. I, I don't know enough thing. to take It's like yes Barcelona, no. that area. Yeah, speaks Catalonian, I believe. Uh, in Spanish, it's registro, registro. You know what's crazy? So I mean, um, it, having know, experienced enough. what I like to call, well, having what I call the. American public school experience. <laughs> As I know so much about England. And I actually know a fair amount about France. And that's about it. world history. Um, from from high school. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting like college and because I was a history major for a time. You had to pay for that. Um, I'm talking just public school. 
so much information in my brain about England. Right. And even France, especially like World War Two era France. Right. But I don't know shit about Spain. Like, I do now. <laughs> um, but, like, there's so much about, like, Spain and Spanish history and even, like, Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Ta- and that's not even, let's not even get into what we're not taught about, like, you know, Africa <laughs> or South America. Colonialism. On, Southeast Asia. In all its forms. So it's always like, this is when it intersects with America. Mm-hmm. When it became briefly important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this movie was about um, a, not like a, it's a very unique breed, but there's, you know, perky new news reporters who are always given like the 4 to 7 a.m. beat. You know, like wake up New York or wake up Barcelona, that kind of a thing. In fact, I think her, what was the name of her show? While You Were Sleeping. While You're Sleeping or something like that. Right. And so she's spending, um, she and her cameraman Pablo are spending their time with a fire department. And it's a very mundane evening and they get a call. There's a woman screaming for help. They go and turns out that uh, there is a zombie virus and um, the building is sealed off. And we watch as each of them die. That's not the twist, though. Go ahead and give them the twist. The twists that the Vatican thing. Yeah. I didn't think that was much of a twist. It was That's just... a massive twist. Why? Because you're like, you watch this movie and you're like, oh, it's like super rabies. Oh, it's like zombies. No, so it's not. Oh, no, it's, it's, a de- it's a demon. Right. You find out at the end that the Vatican had been looking into this demonic possession. And this, you find out that it, it really, it's true. There's a demon living in this girl. And the girl is in that building. And so she has and been. They and they couldn't kill her. Because when you try to kill them, they just don't die. They just don't die. They so right they were like, what if we just seal her in here and let her starve to death? Which is super fucked up. Yes. Um, and you know, it was creepy as fuck. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But How did I do with my... I thought it was a pretty good description. <laughs> it was. IMDb as a television reporter and cameraman follow emergency workers into a dark apartment building and are quickly locked inside with something terrifying. Yeah. Oh, and it um, is terrifying. Yes. The jump scares in this were another level, y'all. So, another level. This movie is like an hour and, what was it, 18 Chum minutes? Change. It was an really hour and 18 nothing. minutes, um, which is the exact length that has to be yes. a feature-length film. It goes so fast, and it, but it's perfect, right? Like, it wouldn't have been a cool found footage if it, you know, if it was like hours and hours and hours. That's not realistic. The battery life on a camera is, you know what I mean? A few hours. Also, and, I'm a firm believer in the fact that, like, found footage films, the way they're structured, you can't do, like, a two-hour found footage Yeah, it has to be short and sweet. Oh, fucking Christ. I'm ready. I'm done. Yeah, I'm ready for them to be gone. It has to. That's why there's, like, every found footage film does that, like. How long was Blair Witch? It felt like an an interminable amount of time to me. About an hour and a half. Um, I cried. Hour maybe 40. But it does this thing where, like, it jumps. Mm -hmm. Like, every found footage does this thing where, like, the camera will get hit or something, or they'll just be, like, turned off or battery. Right. And then they cut it back on, and it's in the middle of, like, something happening. (laughs) So, found footage films tend to cut to the chase, which I enjoy. Yes. Um, No bullshit. Not a lot of exposition. But the whole... In fact, you don't really get the story until the last... 10, 15 minutes of the film. The whole plot of this movie is essentially what you were saying. It's a overnight TV show, which is one of those like, hey, while you're sleeping, 
these people are working. Right. Uh, and they happen to be following fire firefighters. And I enjoy the fact that apparently in the wake of 9-11, um, the filmmakers were like, people like cops. People like firefighters more, than, more cops. than cops, so why don't we have them all firefighters? It's true. Because that's a little more goodwill at the beginning of the movie. Like, True. They were partially afraid that like the whole audience wouldn't get on board with with like following the police because they'd be like oh like they just killed that cop. we did like, it that's what's up yeah when um there's <laughs> there's people universally tend to like firefighters yeah there's like a uh, chemical control agent in the in a, in the building with them and he's the only person who has communication with direct communication with like the outside world um there's also and like a cop he's immediately the villain there's a cop <laughs> immediately too. there's a cop at the very beginning like when well, they show up i thought he's he was the more, first one to die i thought he was more like a security guard than Kinda, a cop. i mean it's but okay i mean in this case they're they're both serving the same function okay and i enjoy the fact that immediately they're like well he's gone the authority figure needs to be taken out of the picture <laughs> with the quickness and then what happens like who really comes in and takes over? The firefighter. Part? Yeah, and it, no. And then the, the Manu. Manu was his the name. cop guy that you were talking about who has a gun and who's just telling what everyone did, what to do by force Ugh. and very demanding. Immediately the bad guy because he's such an asshole. Like the firefighters are like, you know, hey, we need to figure this out. Like work as a team, whatever. And the cop, the cop figures just like get the fucking camera out of my face. Yeah. I'm like, it's exactly. nice to know that's a universal with cops. It's not just here fucking, in America. You don't get the fucking camera out of my face. <laughs> fuck is Shut up. Um, Shut up. So mm-hmm. crazy shit happens. That body falls from the sky. That wasn't planned, by the way. Like, what? it was planned, but, like, they didn't tell any of the cast. So it was a genuine, what the? Yeah. <laughs> they, were all, they all legitimately freaked out because uh, it was no fucking one terrifying. knew it was coming terrifying <laughs> yeah just um the building is based around you know like a spiral um stairwell and then the apartments are off of each floor it's that traditional european building right. design and so just in the middle like while it's while you're still believing that this is just like another routine call something weird's going on just uh, bam just falls through from the top blood spray whoa um, and there's like well that changes everything doesn't it and like we said, basically it turns into there are zombies. Mm-hmm. They're they're more like the rage people from Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes. Um, and then they're basically yeah. just tearing through this building, trying to bite everyone <sighs> and turn them into other ragey zombies. Really people. attacking the cheeks. The yeah. cheeks were uh, really got sought after. Because <laughs> like cheeks and necks, you can soft, pack those soft with, tissue. Like, you could pack those with. Um, like makeup and stuff and actually well it, do and like it, meat pullaways from you can't really do that it was super gross meat pullaways how many times did you see something where like no i know exactly what you're talking and about pull away and they'd be like thank you for describing it like the stretching of the skin mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then it just turns into like well we're trapped in here the police yep. outside won't let us out Everything in here is trying to kill us. How the fuck do we get out? And so they're and trying they, to get out through a basement, through the attic, through the... Yeah, and then they end up getting trapped in the penthouse, which has been closed up for years. And that's where the it was demonic priest. girl. And we find out... Chemist? Via priest? Evil Dead priest style. chemist, something like that. Yeah, we find out Evil, evil Dead tape recorder style. Right? That, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That the, uh, the priest had t- took this girl mm-hmm. who was possessed... 
And then they were like, oh, that's. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't realize what was happening. Yeah, um, that was you. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I went. Oh, and I stopped and moved away. Um, so they take this girl and they realize, oh, this is this is like. This isn't an exorcism. This is. It could be spread like the flu, they right. think. Right. Almost very demons-like. Like 1985 The demons. demons. Okay, yeah. You know, the idea of like, they could bite you or like spit on you It or spreads through saliva. Yeah. Is and then how you it's can, explained. You could come possessed just the same as And they're girl. not sure how fast it sets on. It kind of depends on your blood type, they think. So for some people, it's immediate. They become you know, these ravenous zombies. So they're trying to find a vaccine mm-hmm. to counteract the demon virus. Right. And they were using this girl, Poor girl. as a, basically like as a guinea pig mm-hmm. to pull blood and whatnot from. Correct. And just let her stay possessed. While they try and figure out a serum, an anti-venom sort of a thing. Exactly. Terrifying. And then in the, it ends with oh, she's so in the darkness skinny with and this moves thing. weird. You know, I don't like a movement thing. And it kills Pablo, <laughs> and it grabs our oh, an female epic. lead and drags her off camera, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah, with her being just you know <laughs> on the floor facing the camera, and then suddenly there's definitely pulled a, away. There's definitely a staple of found footage films where it's like these films do not give you closure. Nope. Like, by the very nature of the fact that, like, the gimmick is usually, we found this footage and everyone was dead. You can't have closure. So it ends with, like, oh, the last murder into the darkness. Yeah. Or, oh, we came downstairs and he's standing in the corner <laughs> like, in the way that the witch was originally witch, supposed yeah. to put people in the corner. Like, terrifying. Found footage films, almost to a fault, have downbeat non-closure endings that's part of what makes them fun <laughs> because it has to set up the premise of like yeah yep, these, this was found somewhere we, we found don't know this, and all these fuckers are dead we are, yeah it's presumed so everyone's let's go gone. back and look at how they died and try to unravel the mystery <sighs> um <sighs> like the first cloverfield where literally it's like well the world's gonna end now i've never seen the first cloverfield yeah, it's found footage i've seen the second one in it's season three far better <laughs> okay um talk to me about uh, this movie, or do we have trivia, any kind of weird connections, uh, anything to get to about that? No. Was that, was that a sentence? That was a sentence. <laughs> do we have any trivia, any so, interesting factoids? The actors were given the script, but never in its entirety. So no one knew what was going to happen to them. Oh, okay. So a lot of them were like, oh, okay, well, today is the day that I die. Like they didn't know what was going to happen until the day. Usually. Okay. They were just given like sides and little snippets here and there, um, which adds to everyone being nervous because no one kind of, they right. didn't really block anything. They were like, here's what's going to happen. It yeah. makes it a lot more authentic too. Right. A lot of, a lot, it kind of adds the layer to this chaos and. <sighs> the lead, our female lead was actually a TV presenter in Spain. Oh, okay. That was like her job and which made her perfect for this. It'd be like. It if, did seem very real. Like, you know. kind of the side talk and the little, like, mistakes in the front. You know, oh, I ran out of breath. Or, oh, hang on, my hair other side. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It, Made it, it realistic. Like, taking someone who does this job regularly mm-hmm. and then be like, here, play yourself. And you get you get in these little modes. It'd be like if we did, like, doing a talk show movie and they're like, Sally Jesse Raphael is going to play the presenter on the TV show or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, oh, that makes sense. Wow, what a pull, by the way. How old are you? 
Sally Jesse Raphael. 7,000 years old. <laughs> it was the first lady TV presenter that popped not up. Not Oprah? Brain. No. Okay. I don't like it with Oprah. Okay. I'm not happy with Oprah. Okay. She gave us Dr. Oz. Mm, okay. I'm still a little bitter about that. Okay. Um, this movie was filmed chronologically. Oh. So they the, really had no idea what was going on. The only way they could get away with not telling people what was going to happen to them. Got it. Makes sense. Um, and they didn't build a single set for this movie. Everything was in that building. <laughs> really? That's a real building? That's a real building. <sighs> yeah. Um, it was... And they really did shoot the ending in total darkness with an infrared camera. Oh, really? So she did not know what was happening. She didn't know when something was going to grab her. I mean, um, she's got I don't to even assume. know if they told her for a fact something was going to grab her like that and pull her out of frame. I would assume they'd have to, right? Well, they didn't tell they didn't tell you when they were going to drop a body off that fucking balcony. <sighs> that was terrifying. And then no, he still has a pulse. Like, oh wait, what? He exploded. Mm. He exploded. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, we did not watch this with your family nope. at all. Negative. Um, I. Do you, would you watch this with your children? I think the 17-year-old would really enjoy it. And it's short enough and it gets going quick enough that I think uh, he would really find it maybe entertaining enough to look up from his phone. Maybe. Um, I would not. No, I would definitely not watch this with the soon-to-be 13-year-old. No, absolutely not. And then uh, the grandmother of the group doesn't like subtitles. So that, you know, that counts her out. <laughs> I don't like to read. I can't. I can't read that fast. I don't like to read it. So, so there, there. My that one answers itself. I will say we rented this off of Amazon, and the subtitles were hard coded into the movie, right? And they were uh, like a yellow, and they were sizable. Mm -hmm. If that's a thing that matters to you, I'm just giving you a heads up. They do a good job with it. Um, because I had the subtitles on, and they started like layering over top of each other. Yeah, and that to, like, that was awkward. Turn the subtitles off and like pack up. So just be aware that that's a thing if you rent this off the Amazon. So Okay. Um I fucking like this movie. I, I like did this as well. Movie a lot. I like how short this movie is. I like how fast it moves. I like how scary it is. For I like the is. twist at the end. Uh I think all four of these films Although I still don't say it was really a twist, but go ahead. Um yeah, it's it presents you one type of movie and then Swaps it for another. That's a twist. Okay. It's like, hey, it's a zombie movie. I, I was just nope. so busy, like, looking in the background and kind of keeping an eye because I knew there was going to be something in there that I guess, like, I just missed where it was like, oh, the demon lives here. It was more just like, oh, there's another possessed person up here that I didn't know about. Great. You know, that's all. That's just on me then. Because, like, when they go into the penthouse, it's just covered. In, like, in newspapers. Newspapers. Right. And clippings and, like, holy symbols and, and not reading and, and you know not reading the language knowing the language they only translate what you know they say out loud the difference so they're just yeah there's like needles high tension high tension so and a very thin person moving awkwardly around that i guess only i saw <laughs> thank, Sorry. you know what i will thank god for the panties the dirty gross old panties oh. they put on that thing well rather than just like walking around bottomless winnie the pooh style well it would have been winnie the pooh style because they were definitely topless <laughs> <laughs> like a weird emaciated very skeleton very monster very just tiny little eyes and flat little <laughs> let's move on demonic features and um yeah this movie goes fucking hard and it got a remake it got an american remake that did the thing where it came out and people were like this movie's really good um, let's, let's, not, let's not release it. it. 
uh, instead let's remake it in English so America will watch it. Right. And the remake is called Quarantine, and it is not nearly as good. Well, probably because they didn't, you know, um, follow the, you know, the way that and they did they were it like, oh, originally. Well, I guess we can just release Wreck and Wreck Two together in America, and it just became a thing. Um, oh. There was definitely a moment in American cinema history where a foreign film would come out and it would be really good. Ring, ring you. I'm looking at you. What if we bought it? Yep. And didn't release it, and instead just remade it. Yep. Uh, and sometimes that works, like like ring, ring, and ringu. That works. Yeah. Um, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. Like apparently this one, like quarantine and wreck. One of them is a thousand times better. Also, quarantine kind of gives it away, right? Like you know what's going to end up happening at some I mean, point. You know there's going to be some kind of quarantine, but it doesn't give away the fact that there's like a weird topless demon. Well, I think part of what made this people. I think what part of what made this movie interesting was that you didn't know which way the, it was going to go. It, well, like I had to keep reminding myself for the first like thirty minutes, like this is a horror movie. Something is going to happen. They're going to run across a monster or a dead body or some sort of weird backdraft situation where like a bunch of people die in a horrific flame. So. Yeah. And I think that's the other great trait of the found footage genre and good found footage films is where they're so short, they don't have to do the thing of like, Oh, here's something to get your attention. Now here's the story. And then right. we'll loop back to like, when you do an eight, an hour and 18 minute movie, you don't have to be like, we have to put a stinger at the front to get people to like, be like okay this will be a scary movie whatever <laughs> so they have hey, this thing where stay with me they can take half of the movie and just be like spend time with the characters get to know them get to like them yeah root for them not want them to die and realize that you're watching a found footage movie which means <laughs> there's absorbed, nobody there from this movie get too. absorbed into the film yeah to the point where you're like Oh, Manu, I feel like I'm there. Pablo, I feel like I'm watching what's going this. On? Like it starts to trick your brain into thinking yes. that it's real. Yes. And then crazy shit starts to happen mm -hmm. and then it escalates, which is what a good horror film should do. This is what we talked about with The Conjuring 2, where it like peaks in the middle of the movie. This movie, it's like, oh, there's like weird zombie things. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's like a mystery. Yes. But then it ends with like the scariest part of the movie. Yeah. Which is how it's supposed to work. And that's like yeah. the same with Blair Witch. Blair Witch. The same with like all these really good found footage movies where it's like an escalation of tension. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, you kind fuck. of go in knowing everybody in, you know, if this is a found footage, that means there's nobody there to like give an explanation. So everyone we meet is dead or missing or, you know, or whatever. You kind of know that going in. And you kind of forget that as you get to know them. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, something bad's about to happen. Something bad's about to happen. And it, it does. It, it, get, it adds a layer of tension that other movies don't have. And that's what kind of what makes the genre so much fun. What are we watching next, dear? We're going to keep the... Mm, zombie? No. No. Possession, possession, right? Train Alive. We're going to go back and we're going to watch The Exorcist. Oh, I've never seen the original Exorcist. Fascinating. Okay. Well... Until then, I'm Josh, and I'm Cindy, and I'm still his girlfriend. <laughs> Yay!